All right, everybody. So I told y'all that I had a lot planned for y'all this weekend, and so I'm, I'm, I'm we gonna get right into it. I have I'm sitting down with my boy right now, Meso. Um, our another interview. I actually met him through um a completely different avenue, but then and just kind of being on his Instagram and being on his page and just and really seeing what he does, I was really intrigued. And then I mean, once I kind of told him kind of some of the ideas that I had for the podcast and um, what I was trying to do, and as soon as I kind of just gave that to him, he said, "Look." We got to coordinate. We got to get this segment going. So, uh, you know, I had to look out for the bros. I love the cues. So had to bring my dog Meso Moon on. And so, Meso, how you doing today, bro? What's going on, man? What's going on, dog? Not much, man. Just just, just vibing. Like you said, just quarantine, just chilling. So uh, for, the, for the people out there, for the listeners out there, can you just give us a little bit of background about yourself and a little bit about what you do? Uh, for sure. For sure, man. Uh, first thing first. Give the glory to God. <laughs> I act like I'm about to get a speech, but uh, <laughs> and I'm for sure. Yeah, um, I'm Meso Moon uh, from Decatur, Georgia. Uh, 27 years old, and I am an artist. Uh, well, let's let's say this: I'm a creative. I am the CEO of Artist Plug Creative Group. I started about three years ago uh, after I was fired from my job. Um, I graduated with a degree in construction management, and I was working in that field, and uh, I got let go. And, you know, for months, I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was just chilling at the crib and I always had the talent, you know, to draw. I kind of just let it go to the wayside until one day a girl asked me, could I paint something? I'm like, shit, I'm at the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not doing anything anyway. I started painting again and I kind of fell in love with it. I'm like, wait, this is what I need to do. <laughs> this is my calling. But a lot of people don't know. Like when I first started college, that was my first major, visual arts. And I, the reason I stopped was um, my professor for drawing. It was a class. It was drawing one-on-one. And she literally told me, walked up to my desk, and she was like, what you want to do? I was like, I want to be an artist. She was like, well, you're not going to make no money in this field unless you're a teacher. And I gave up. <laughs> and that's how I ended up being a construction manager. I mean, management. Um, and then, you know, fast forward back to once I started, you know, painting again, and then it kind of just clicked to me like, yeah, I can make a lot of money off of this. And from there, I started doing paint parties, poach, uh, portraits, murals, anything creative. I was, t- I'm tapped into it. Um, and you know, in Atlanta, it's kind of like you know, down south Mecca. So the hub, yeah, you know, it's the hub. So you know, call it Black Hollywood. So art in itself down here is so vibrant, man. I'm in a great place. So. I started to thrive fast. You know, I know a lot of people, bros, you know. So from there, man, everything just started growing. And here we are now on down to business. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, got you. So it really took you being away from it, being even a little bit discouraged, being told by others that, oh, your dream is not going to work out for you. But then really even leaving that construction management, just seeing how expendable you could be in any field, really, per se. And especially when you're working for somebody else, not doing your own thing. And then you kind of just took that and branched off into this. I like that. So now with APCG, Artist Plug Creative Group, the LLC, mm-hmm. excuse me, let me put some respect on it. But what? so what all do you like? What all do you offer? What all have you done? What What have your services consisted of thus far? Okay, so services wise, like I said, I started off, I would say like my first big gig that kind of kickstarted my business was, you know, sipping paints. Um, You know, everybody's pretty much been to a sipping paint. um, 
And I, what I've done, and I've mastered the market down here, I do it mobily, meaning I come to you, I have my own canvases, I have, I supply everything. All you need to do is give me the space. Even if you don't have a space, I can do that. So that's one of the services I do. Um, of course, paintings, um, you know, just whether you want a portrait or just something for your living room, I do that. Multidisciplinary art, you know what I mean? Um, I do use different mediums, whether it's wood, printmaking, acrylic, watercolor, pastels, uh, chalk, charcoal. We can go on and on. 3D, I do it all. But recently, what service I've added to my package is I just graduated from graphic design school. And now I do logos, branding animation as far as that that's basically all i offer so anything creative and i do creative consulting so if you want to talk about how what i need to do to get this business started or what i need to do like what's wrong with my logo now you know what i mean just helping people out anyway creatively that's what i'm trying to do okay got you and so i really want to circle back a little bit to the very first thing you said just because contrary to popular belief i have actually not been to a sip and paint i have seen many i've been invited to some yeah. but just haven't been able to make it so i have a couple of questions just because i kind of want to clear the air i'm a little confused from the outside looking in so i know that you said personally you provide your own canvases and different things like that now when it comes to sipping paints I'm not trying to hate on any of my followers out there, any of my listeners out there, but so I'm just going to be transparent. Me personally, I can't draw. I'm not a creative when it, when, when I used to be in art class and the teacher used to kind of tell us, Hey, draw this or draw something that comes to your mind. I was drawing abstract art, meaning I was drawing lines, yes. connecting them. And then I was shading them and they were looking like stained glass windows at churches with no pictures. So how does, how do sipping paints work now? Because I know all of my followers out there cannot paint, cannot draw. But sometimes some of these canvases that they are posting are looking marvelous. So is this something that is already is the canvas already done? Do you just add the color? Like how do it maybe it's different with different sipping paints, but personally, how do you work your sipping paints? It really it really depends on the situation, because um, like I tell people, you know, this is an opportunity for you to be creative and, you know, free yourself mentally. Um, so I try not to make it too hard on people. Uh, and so you either, I give you the choice, either you can get it where it's a like a coloring inside the lines type ordeal, or you want to take the challenging right route. And for the most part, I'll just teach you step by step. And, you know, people like the challenging part of, you know, well, let's go step by step. I don't want to draw nothing unless I want to be just like you. You're the painter. You're telling me if I listen to you, I can do this. And that's how it goes, you know? I know what I'm talking about. I'm really, you know, skilled in the area. So, and I make it fun. And I just literally walk through step by step with each person there and um, tell them how to paint the picture. Uh, and then you have alcohol involved, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. The sense of the sit part. Yeah. Got you. Okay. So, all right. So you, you guys try to make it as easy as possible because I honestly... Since I'm being so honest today, let me just let me just clear the air a little bit more. So the first couple of reasons, well, the first reason why I didn't attend the one of the sipping paints that I was invited to is because I was scared that I was going to basically get there. Mm -hmm. Me not knowing how to draw yeah. and I was just going to be sitting there stuck. Like I was going to feel like I wasted my money. I wasted some time. But OK, I didn't know that because I was seeing basically every. The mis the misconception, I guess, that I had was just that everybody in there, I didn't know if it was the wine or whatever they were sipping, but people were just bringing out their inner creative spirit that, that I, I felt like I didn't really have. So yeah. uh, for me, just seeing, I was just like, man, I can't go here. My 
my canvas is going to be looking crazy, raggedy. They're not going to want to. Yeah. So, okay. But now I get that. So, all right. So everybody out there listening, whether you're listening, you've invited me or you've been the one, I'm coming to the next one. I'll be there. I already know the secret now. So I'll be there. <laughs> we got this lockdown. I'm going I'm to I'm do a big one, man, for the city. Man. I got okay. just because people need Okay. Why not? Because I saw the one that you, um, I saw the one that you did at, was that a, what was it? Was it a middle school? Was it a high school? Where was that at? Well, you had like a big space though. Yeah. Every year, man, I do what can't be called sipping paint for the kids, but basically I do a paint party, um, for my old high school. So the, I, the high school seniors, you know, I, they come together and every year I put up a paint party for them. Basically just give the kids something they never did before. They are, they're extremely fun. We play music, uh, have a host, same crew every single year. I've been doing it for like four years now. And I've done other high schools as well, just not my um, my school. And yeah. Okay, got you. Definitely nothing like giving back, nothing like allowing people to explore their creative talent. But And, and so with that, a lot of times me personally, I preach that. I'm especially coming from Philadelphia and really just seeing how everything goes. I mean, you come from Atlanta, so um, you, you're no stranger to the city and, and just the different things that go on, especially in our community. So a lot of times I just try to get people to understand that uh, music and sports isn't always the only route. No, I'm not saying that you have to go um, and just complete all this school and go get your master's like I did, even go get a Ph.D., which I have hopes of doing, but just just recognize that there can be other opportunities that derive from this, that school can really take you a long way, that it can put you in different paths and open up avenues and you can explore different things that you may not have even known existed otherwise. So how important do you feel it is for people to explore that creative side, to to recognize art, to recognize graphic design, to to do all of that as another avenue, as another way, because we need those type of people out there. So how um, how do you stress that and how do you basically resonate with other people who may not necessarily have explored that side before? Uh, this is crazy you asked this question because I literally just talked about this with my sister yesterday. And I have dreams of getting back in, into teaching. As you, I don't know if everybody knows, but they're trying to take art out of the schools. The key thing is art is basically a language. You know what I mean? It's just as important as uh, language arts and math simply because people don't understand the dynamic that everything has an art to it. All right. Um, me going through graphic design school, I learned that words, like the actual like letters, like the shape of it, like just the down, just all the way down to the detail of like how everything is made is an art. And it kind of goes back to that art is creation. Like, you know, if God created humans and people say we're beautiful, that is an art. You know what I'm saying? Like if he made a portrait of you, like you're an actual person, you're beautiful, that is an art. And if we start to not pay attention to the people who have those creative sides, like we, we lose hindsight of like storytelling. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we don't have a way to, you know, paint our past or, you know, even show inner feelings or man, it's, it's deep. <laughs> like nah, I'm, for sure. I'm over here. Like, wow. He, he put me on some game myself. Yeah. I'm keep it as simple as possible, but it is, is, is really that is really that intricate situation. Like art itself is our way to, you know, tell our souls, you know what I mean? Tell how we feel, tell what we've been through. And not just in a sense of a picture, you know, 
the logo on your shirt for wherever it is, it has a backstory. And people don't need, they just recognize it uh, as a company. But you know what I'm saying? Like that, Ralph Lauren, I'm pretty sure that horse means something to him or has something to do with his childhood. He grew up on a ranch. You know what I mean? That is all that is art. And just think about Ralph Lauren on a, a scale of worldwide is <laughs> one of the biggest brands ever. And Not for sure. And if, you, if we just break it down into a, a simple as how is this art? not a simple question <laughs> right right we could be we could be talking for a couple of episodes about that especially with uh ralph lauren used to it, man if i remember when i was in like middle school even going into high school it, polo was like the thing like if you had two buttons on your shirt and it didn't have a horse on it people was looking at you like you were crazy or like you didn't but just to see the transition of it from the rugby to the polo black to the polo sport that's all just different stories different yeah now backgrounds for sure when you think about it like that absolutely so yeah, man, and it, so I think like I think everybody should be in touch with with their artistic side because it gives them a chance, another way to speak. You know what I mean? It's another approach to speak your mind. And I feel like once you don't even like you cut that off, you become very simplistic. Like all you know is words. Like even myself as an artist, I want to learn how to write, like creative writing. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I think those, even itself, like music, all those avenues tie into what I want to do as a creative because it pushes me to expand my mind. You know what I mean? That's what art, art opens, opens you up to think. And I feel like sure. if we don't tap into that, we lose that and we become, you know, basically like just sitting potatoes, man. And we want to be, we want to be the full course meal, brother. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What a dessert. So, <laughs> With you personally, like a creative process, I know that everybody's creative process is a little differently. I know me, I'm just thinking about me and, and like you said, writing. And, and that's really just what I love to do, writing, speaking, uh, broadcasting, different things, different avenues, different channels. So what does what does Meso's creative process look like? Like, do you just kind of, it doesn't really just depend on the environment, the situation. Do you just wake up and say, oh, hey, I, I, I want to draw this today. Or I saw that yesterday. Or are you kind of just out and about? Do you have things planned out? How does that work for you? I'm going to tell you like this is day to day. I I try to set a schedule but my mind it like it it just it just runs. It just runs amok. <laughs> and it it never like I can't if I say hey today I'm going to paint, most likely I'm not going to paint. You know, cuz it's like I'm forcing myself to be creative. It's like it's one of those things you just have to feel. Most of For the sure. I, I want to create all the time. Don't get me wrong. But it's like if I get to the to the canvas and what I had in mind is not, you know, what I want mm -hmm. at that moment, I won't draw it. Or, you know, I might start drawing scribbles and I'm supposed to be drawing a face. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'll take me down a whole nother loophole. So it's like I kind of just let my mind freely move around um, mm -hmm. simply because. That way, my ideas are always developing. And once I come to a clear, concise, concise idea, I stick to it, and I, I like, I get the foundation, and then I look at it, let it, let it sit, and I'm like, oh, what can I add to that? And from there, I just start to build on top of it. I'm not one of those like neat artists. I'm very loose with my creativity. Um, I like humor. You know what I'm saying? I like like ancient art. So I, I like to add different aspects kind of that tell the same story if that makes sense 
for sure. Most definitely. And I think, yes. Nah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I I was just going to say it just, it brings it together once you be like, oh, wait, I see how he brought ancient Rome over here to, wow, how did he get that to match big boy or, you know, outcast? Like, how did Mm -hmm. those two come together? You know what I mean? I I just like two different juxtapositions and bring them together just to make a beautiful piece. So my creative process, I can't give you, I can't give you a straight answer. I really can't because it's different. Absolutely. And I think that's really what makes it so unique, so personal, just because everybody is different. And and even like you said, where sometimes, yeah, the thoughts flow for you, but other times it almost sounds like to me what, what I can kind of describe it as. It sounds like writer's block. Like sometimes I'll get to, I'll have an assignment, do literally an assignment with a subject. With a with the outline guidelines, what to write about and everything, and I'll just get in front of the the keyboard and I'm just I start writing something else or I start writing just things that are coming to my mind just because I can't if it's literally not going to come out the way that I want it or if it's not going to start the way that I want it to. I just can't, like you said, force myself to put just to put words on a paper. Yeah, it's not going to come out the same way for sure. Do you have a particular artist or art artist with an S or era that that you're inspired by or that you kind of that you resonate the most with? Like you said, you kind of kind of take one juxtaposition, put it with another. Do you kind of have um, is there a specific like era? And I don't even know too much about the, the eras other than what I learned in school. But um, is there is there something for you that really just like sticks out when it comes to your art, your personality specifically? Um, ooh, man, I have a a number of people that I follow that I'm in love with as far as artists. Um, I like all different styles. Um, you know, let me think. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna start just naming people. <laughs> And you you you'll probably know. Well, I don't know. You probably- yeah, I might know. I might know a couple. Go back to like my middle school, high school days. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. Okay, well, for the most part, I like I like ancient Rome art. You know what I mean? Like like a lot of Greek mythology. Uh, I'm I'm attracted to that a lot. But I okay. don't, but I don't paint that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of weird. You know, I don't paint that. Like I like Banksy. I don't know if you heard of Banksy. I have not. <laughs> I'm gonna just name off a few artists. Yeah, just drop them for me. I'm a you gonna put me on game either way. Some of these are old, but a lot of these are you know new people like Banksy, Ledger, Picasso, of course, Cubism. I don't ever if you ever heard of Ray Gun Magazine. I have a homeboy. His name is Camo. He's fine. Vaccine. He's a he's he's a cool artist. David Carson. Uh, Paper Frank. Carl Rock Walker. Whew. Man, Greg Mike. I don't know if you ever heard of um, what's my boy name from Chicago, uh, Christopher. Oh, hello. I'm, I'm I just posted him today. Um, uh oh. Hold on. What's his name? I want to. I want you to. I'll send you a list so you can have these two. Just so you can. Oh, not for sure. But yeah, his name is Boom. Got it. Just like that, Christopher Roberts. Woo. Okay. He does all those uh, Nike box sculptures you've probably seen, like All Star. Um, okay. Oh, for real? Yeah. Because I saw some dope ones out there, especially at the event, the BET Martell event that I went to. They were, they were. I've always thought that they were really cool, but seeing it like in person, oh, it was dope. It was dope. Man, yeah, man, it's a, it's a lot of artists I like, but for the most part, um, if we was to put uh, a topic on it, I'll say ancient Roman art, like Greek mythology. Okay. Yeah. And so what what would you is it 
what spec is it something specific about Greek mythology that like stands out to you? The- when I was in school, back when I said I was a, a vis- my major was visual arts, I mm-hmm. would, I had took art history. Man, I don't know something about sculptures and just just the the, the attention to detail, man, on the on the paintings. Like I don't know if you've seen all those old paintings. There's just so much detail in there. They're perfect. And I could never wrap myself around to even sit there and paint for that long. <laughs> but I just come mm-hmm. in with it because it actually looks like a picture. You know what I mean? Like right. it's just so dope how people could create with little. You know what I mean? Versus absolutely now, and it's like it really hones into the uniqueness of a skill. Like these people were sculpting real people. Like like the muscles was everything. Like you know the mm-hmm. face right. Out of rock, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, attention to detail is crazy. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm just so attracted to it. It's just something, something about my eye that catches me. It just catches me every time. So, okay, yeah. I like that. So now, when it comes to the various just art forms there are, whether you just have the painting, the drawing, the mm-hmm. the coloring, the sculpting, what would you say? is your most favorite and what would you say is, is your least favorite and kind of just give me an explanation as to why uh da, 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 da. let's see i like contemporary modern art that's because it's simple it's clean it's sleek it's quick you get it it's kind of soothing what i don't like i do not like realism and that was one of the actual, actually one of the errors I remember. I know you said cubism earlier, cubism and realism, modernism, impressionism. I remember. I yeah, they starting to come back to me now. I do not like so why not realism? It's it's because, like, remember earlier I said I like to loosely like create. Mm-hmm. I I like to see it. Like I'm I'm amped up when I see that somebody can you know draw with a pencil and it almost looks like a real picture. Mm-hmm. But, as a creative, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I can do it. I, I I can do it because I've that's how I learned how to draw. You know what I'm saying? I learned learn how to do those things. But just going through and learning myself as an artist, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and try to sketch you verbatim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you. And I think that's a lot of times why I ended up uh like I said, going to my abstract art avenue just because you we we all remember opening those how to draw books and you start with the circle and then you draw the line and then you erase a little bit here. I, I couldn't do all of that. That was just well, like, it was too complex for me. It was too many steps. I felt like it was just too long. I just want to draw and then shade it in. Like uh, when I was in school, man, my teacher said something that I felt like it stuck with my personality as an artist. He said, your job as an artist isn't to give somebody the whole picture. And I, and he was like, if you give it to, if you give somebody the whole picture, then what are they going to look at? They, they're going to look at it and they're going to be bored. He said, you got to give some people where they have to think and come up with their own perspective. So like, if you was to look at my art, you're going to be like, Hmm, what was he thinking? Oh, what is this story? And then I love the fact that people come up with different, you know, perspectives because at sometimes I'll be like, hey, I didn't even think of that. You know what I mean? That didn't even come to my mind, you know, because mm-hmm. it's subjective. And I feel like once you get into the whole thing of, well, I'm just going to draw a face or draw the, the building how it looks, it's like, ah, it is what it is. Right. And I think, too, that's what that's what just makes art so beautiful. So 
uh, unique, so vibrant. Just I'm I'm one that's very much about perspective. That's actually why I do this podcast, just because it's one thing from what we see, whether it be social media, whether it be face to face, but it's another thing to actually hear what goes on through a person's mind, what goes on through their daily. And that's what I like about art, how sometimes no two people can see the same picture. I'm sure we've always saw those sculptures or those pictures about, well, what do you see here? And then if you turn it ever so slightly or tilt your head or squint your eye, it looks like something totally different. And I think that's I think those are just so cool. But I think that's that speaks to art itself, how an artist can draw something or it be this in their mind. But then maybe just the audience say, hey, well, well, did you see that? Or did you even realize that you you made this in the process? And you're just like you said, oh, I didn't even see that. But the fact that you got that out of that. Wow. That's different. That's that's cool. And I think that it teaches you things about yourself, too, that you didn't even realize. So now just kind of um, wanting to go into the, the art world or, or just the creative world just a little bit. So now when it comes to. I guess you and the relationship that you have with with other artists and just people that do different things, whether it be I, I've seen you post some people who design sneakers, revamp, do different things like that, do the self portraits, do nude art, whatever it is with the art community specifically. Is it something where artists and creatives are just trying to differentiate themselves, trying to make their mark? Or is it something where everybody is really supporting everybody? Is it just kind of like a, a motivational thing where people are trying to work with each other or give different ideas? Or is it where just everybody just kind of wants to be different? So like, hey, when I look at this, I'll know that's Meso. When I look at this, I know that's Chris. Or when I look at this, I know that's JB or whatever the case may be. Yeah, man. Uh, it's weird. The art world is weird. We're some weird people. That's all I want to say. We're weird. Uh, because on one hand, you have you have to deal with the mentality of artists. We're very conservative. We you, we're kind of the introverts. We don't like to be around people. We just like our space, you know. And it kind of bleeds off into the business and the social life as an artist, you know. Um, I've done or dealt with people who. I've admired from afar and I, when I meet them, meet them, they're kind of like standoffish or they don't, you know, they don't come off as you, you thought they would, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're like, uh, kind of conceited, you know, and just being in Atlanta is just like people have, you have your select groups of artists, hang out with artists, artists, work with artists, artists, collab with artists. It's hard because, you know, we already have the stigma of I'm a starving artist, which is true. And a lot of times people don't want to step on each other's toes simply because, you know, it's a hard business. You know what I mean? You create for yourself every day. It's literally like going out in the wild and have to kill <laughs> every single day as an artist. So you don't get the help. Like a lot of times you might reach out to people, but some people don't reach back. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't want to give their skills or how they create. Like I've asked a lot of people like, hey, how did you get this certain type of effect? I won't respond. Because, you know, it's it's a you got to create. You got to find your avenue, how you create. You, you'll see a lot of people copy old styles of old artists. But the best way, in my opinion, is to find your own way. And a lot of times that takes years. Some of my favorite artists say they just found their niche they've been finding it for 15 years and now they're finally what it seems like to everybody they're famous making money but it's like i've been doing painting for 15 years and now i'm just not getting noticed so yeah it's a it's a it's a doggy dog world out here too um it's not all shabby you just can't throw someone on the sheet of paper think you're gonna make some money absolutely you gotta earn your, 
as an artist, uh, so people know. So, yeah, man, it's it's hard. Like I'm still finding my style. Like recently, I've like found out like my foundation, like what I want to do. But it's mm-hmm. it's you're always developing, you know. Right. Like we say, you let never fool. <laughs> exactly, and and there's always room for improvement. Just for some people whose heads that might have went over, uh, for sure. But shout out to the bros. <laughs> Um, so with like you specifically, when, if if somebody was to tell you, or what do you say to the people who say, man, just trying to, trying to be a creative, I feel like it takes too much time to get noticed or it it, it takes too much trial and error, or I'm I'm never going to, I could just go easily just get a job and, and make money that way rather than trying to just draw these pieces, sell them, get commission, whatever the case may be, get people to notice me. What do you say to the people who who feel like the, the time and the effort isn't really worth it. I literally just posted this under uh, one of my favorite artists. He said, I'm a self-taught, I'm a self-taught artist in a room with one of the oldest fashion designers in the world. I literally put under his page, I said, you keep doing you and they'll find you. Simple as that. If, if your work is good, they'll find you. People admire it. Somebody's always... They, Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna always like your art. That's just right. that's the truth of the matter. Somebody's gonna say that sucks, or I can do it. Somebody's gonna say, "Hey, that's brilliant." Like I see the, you know, I I love that. Keep working, keep creating. Yeah, people tell me my art sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't buy my art. Yeah, I got close friends, people that don't support me. It's not about them. You have your vision. You have your your goal of what you want to do and how you want to create. Keep doing that. Keep creating. Just keep creating. Do it again. That's what I tell. When somebody show me something, I say, do it again. <laughs> do it again. Okay. I like that. Don't stop. Keep creating. Cause you know you'll never know. Like uh you'll never know what you come up with. Say you stop being an artist today, tomorrow, what happened? You'll mess around, be back in the nine to five world, which is nothing wrong with that. But right. there's nothing wrong with that. But let's just say you you probably could have made you could have created the next off white. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You could have been. Right. Be that next, you could be that next artist, that next designer, the next coach, the next, you know, Joe Buddy. You could be the next LeBron. But if you stop, the moment you stop is the moment you fail. You go back to step one. And that really just makes me think about that picture, too. I don't know if you've seen it, but <clears throat> it's, it's more so like a meme, I think, kind of. Um, it's, it's like you really never know how close you are. And it was two people kind of digging underground. Um, and one of them, they both really had dug the same amount, but it was for a long time. And so it was just like one of them had turned around and just kept walking the other way. He's basically saying, man, I'm never going to find this. Like, it's, it's not there. And little did he know, had he taken two more just chunks at it with like a, the pitch, the pickaxe or whatever the diamond would have fell out and the other guy ended up finding it just because he just kept, he took that extra step to go. So I, I really do um, like that. And I think that could resonate with a lot of people. Just, you never know. I even use that mantra when it comes to my podcast, just like, yeah, when it first came out and I listened to like my intro episode and different things like that, I, I, I critique myself heavily. Like I was just like, wow, could have did that better. Could have did this better. But it was just like, then kind of when I dropped it and then kind of playing it for other people. And just the, that's why I'm so open to feedback. Like I, I, yeah. I want people to be, a, somebody asked me like, why do you, well, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. And I said, Hey, 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 it's no dis like I, I, for me to take it disrespectfully just means that I'm just being like insecure. I'm not comfortable with it. I need y'all feedback. Y'all are the ones who listen. 
I'm just sitting in front of the microphone talking. I, I'm going to do that regardless. But when people were actually coming to me and telling me, hey, like, this sounds good or, 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 or this is really good. Or did you even hear yourself? And this part, it was just like, wow, I, I looked at it from a whole different lens. And it, but it's always good to just hear how people are thinking, because like you said, some people are not going to like it. Some people definitely gave me critiques and it was much needed critiques, like definitely stuff that I've worked on or stuff that I'm working on moving forward. But for other people, that support just means everything, especially when you're out here getting it on your own, when you've had people tell you that, oh, no, this is not going to work. You need to you're better off doing this when you've had people basically say no, but knowing they you know that they can't do it any better or whatever the case may be. So I definitely do think that's important to once you kind of find your niche or you get going what you got going, just like you said, keep going. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah, Do it again. Yeah. And again and again. So and as I, long as you're taking those. Mm-hmm, what you say? I would say, and I think the, even the freshness of, you know, just putting it out there in itself is, is beautiful. You know, like face value wise, once you put it out there and you start to get the critiques, you understand like every time you put something else out there, you're starting to sharpen it up, up on it, you know? So it's, it's beautiful. The process is beautiful. That's the mm, sure. Gotta, the beauty and the struggle. You know what I mean? I love the process. Like I hate when the process is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you become complacent. You know what I'm saying? You you kind of give up on the drive. The drive is over with. You you have parked the car, but that's why I tell people I always say, do it again. Like create again. Keep going. Like God tells you. Like it it is clear. And he never says that you're not going to struggle. You're going to struggle. That's part of it. That is it. That is that exactly what has to happen in order for you to be successful. You have to struggle. Anything, any and everything that's created has to go through struggle to be made. Whether it's, it has to be pressure, whether it's a chair, whether it's diamond, everything. It got to be beat together. It got to be put together. It got to be melted. It got to be molded. Somehow bench into shape to make a perfect you know, picture or painting object. For sure. And I, and even just thinking like, I feel like it would be boring if everything just went your way, you know, like it would just be like, wow, there's no, am I going to fail? Like, am I going to, can somebody stop? Like granted, like when somebody says like, or when you think like I'm unstoppable, I'm undefeated. Yeah. You want to stay that way, but that defeat, that, that stop, it, it humbles you or it makes you approach things differently or it makes you appreciate all that you had when you were up. If as long as you didn't take things for granted. So I think I think that's definitely an interesting way to look at it. So for me, so what after I know you do a lot of self-reflection, self-realization for sure. I, I watch your story on a daily basis and it, it is definitely something that can can get to you if you pay attention, if you really read and if you really um, hone in onto things. So what will it take for Meso to reach the next level in any aspect of life, whether it be your art, whether it be your creative services? making the next uh, sip and paint the best one. What What is it going to take for you to reach that next level? Ooh, man, consistency and stop sleeping on myself, man. I feel like a lot of times I get discouraged what my potential is. And a lot of, a lot of people humble me, letting me know, like, you are in a great opportunity to create something beautiful and you have started something beautiful. You just have to keep at it. Uh, it gets like, like you asked me, about you know being the artwork, it's lonely. I kind of lag, but just me knowing me, all I have to do is be consistent. Be consistent and create. Everything else comes naturally. You know, I'm, I'm very personable. I know a lot of people. Great attitude. I'm optimistic. Faith of a mustard seed. So yeah, man, just believe in God. 
already got the vision. It's done, really. Everything's really done. That the next level is done. I just have to tap in, be consistent. Absolutely. It's all, and I, I really just want to echo that two more times. It's already done. It's already done. I keep telling people that, like, I want to do this, or I want to do that, or I want to be here, or I want to. It's already done. You just got to go get it now. You just got to manifest. It's already done. Yeah, the man. fact that you already thought about it, exactly. it's done. I was it just going to do that. I'm like, God won't show it to you if he ain't want you to have it. If you ain't going to, you, yeah. you feel me? He wouldn't have placed it in front of you if he knew that you couldn't, if it wasn't even attainable. He doesn't put anything in front of us that we can't attain. So it's already done. It's up to you hey, to just take that. God might even take you to to a place where he, he wants you to understand, like, this is where you want to be and take you right. back. Level one, be like, all right, now go get it. <laughs> now, now start from here, and if you really want it, go get it. I and if you, you, I showed you, I gave you a little taste, right? Now, if if you really want to reap that, go ahead, do it again. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So before we wrap things up, what do you feel as though people should know, whether it be about you, whether it be about APCG, which I'll have coming for the future, um, the creative world, anything that you have cooking, maybe some of your favorite pieces or favorite things that you've done. Um, what do you want the the listeners out there to know? Well, quarantine just messed it up. I had my second art show May second, but look forward to that uh, second art show. Once this is all over, we'll definitely tap in, and um, you guys go ahead and follow me so you can get updates on my next art show. Um, and also, man, pay attention, man. Um, coming up, I will be. You know, I'm also looking. I'm looking to sign. You know, a couple artists to my creative group. Uh, I do not want to be the only artist in APCG creative group. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, look for new artists. Um, I will put out a post for that. And I want y'all to understand artist plug creative group will be the number one creative entity in the world. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. It's already done. It's already done. Okay. Um, Worldwide, man, international studios, you know, galleries, art shows, events. We taking it worldwide, man. Just stay tuned. Okay. All right. And so to all my my artists out there, to all my creatives listening and tuning in, uh, get with my dog, man. He's not he's not gonna steer you wrong. And um, I'm sure if y'all put your heads together, I know a lot of people, whether it be photography, videography, or whatever the case may be, modeling, whatever, get with my dog and he'll, his work speaks for itself. Just check out the page and I'll make sure that I post um, all the information in the bio and different things like that once this episode is published. But come on, y'all, we, in a sense, we all we got, we we make each other, we we can put each other on the pedestal the same way we can knock each other down. So um, let's just continue to use our power for good, for sure. And um, I, I just continue to pray that everybody is staying safe out there, staying productive, um, doing what they do. Uh, may so the same goes for you. I definitely do appreciate you um, taking the time to hop on with me. I, like I said, we, we've been talking about this segment for a minute, so I'm glad we finally got to knock it out. And I'm excited uh, for the finished product. So yeah. to, to all the listeners out there, thank you again. Like I said, um, this is going to be this is an event filled weekend. I, I, I kind of been slacking on y'all with the content. The quarantine got to me a little bit, but we back at it and, and, and better than ever before. So once again, big shout out to my dog, Meso Moon and APCG Creative Group. Make sure you uh, you check them out for sure. And, and yeah. to everybody out there listening down to business podcast to Mark Turner. Take care. All right, dog.